0: Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing this afternoon, this morning, and uh, how's everybody doing today? What's up, baby D?
1: Al cien.
0: Hey, today we have a very special program, and today we are celebrating El 16 de septiembre, September 16th, Mexico's Independence Day. Baby D?
1: ¿Qué es el día del grito? El grito de independencia del Padre Hidalgo es comúnmente conocido como grito de dolores o el grito de la independencia y ocurrió el 16 de septiembre de 1810 y es la acción que marca el inicio de la revolución mexicana, guerra de la independencia.
0: ¡Viva México, cabrones! That's right, Baby. Viva Mexico! Here we go. Everybody ready? See. Si. <laughs> wow, Sina. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yeah. what's up? Let me get on the mic. I got this
2: hits off the streets. Check it out and click. It's your boy and your boy is back. So sit back, chill and relax. Cause word on the street is you got something you to Tell pro what you're doing, baby. D in the car. She be like, what's that? So welcome to Hits Off The Streets.
0: Everybody got a story to tell, yep, A Z I read very well, so sit back, relax, he escucha, el profe poniéndose trucha, aquí contigo armando la lucha, hits off the streets, I'm ready to prove, y'all, number one podcast, get your groove on, sit back, relax, get your grooves on, earpiece and speaker is blasting, the director, ready, action, throw down another hit classic, Houdini, ready, magic, what, huh, Sub kid, the director. Ready action, throw down another hit classic. Wow. Ready, magic. Today's show is being sponsored by Baca Nora Danzari. That's right. Go out to pigeon liquors. Go out to your Costco. Go out to Skyline Liquor. Uh get your drink on at the Arizona Golf Resort and Spa. Check out DJ Liquors out in Tucson as well. Bacanora Danzari, the new Bacanora taking over. So with that being said, man, today we're doing our show a little bit differently. That's right, sit back, relax. We're gonna take it back in time. Today's special guest is the one, the only, Pancho Villa. That's right, everybody. We're going to take you back into history. We're going to have a good time. Wow. Let's go.
2: Yeah. Yo, what's up? Let me get on the mic. I got this hits off the streets. Check it out and click. It's your boy and your boy is back. Sit back, chill and relax. Cause word on the street is you got something prove proven. Tell perfect what you're doing. Baby D in the car. She be like, what's that? So welcome to hits off the streets.
0: El grito de Dolores, or city of Dolores, which was spoken, not written. I gotta say, el 16 de septiembre means a lot to our people, los mexicanos. Before we even get started, I want to go ahead and introduce our beautiful, lovely, and also our non-tequila drinking person, <laughs> Baby D. Say, what's up, Baby D?
1: <laughs> que onda?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, uh, we decided to celebrate El Grito with a little bit of margaritas and a couple of those X lagers. And uh, let's just say somebody went to sleep really quick and early, but uh, we won't go into that again. (laughs) (laughs) We had a really good time yesterday, man. Big shout out to Moreno's Restaurant, the Mexican restaurant right here off of Power in Maine. They took care of us really well. Go check out their food, too, as well, man. They got really good dishes, a really good menu out there, too, as well. Um, Like I said, today we're doing things a little bit differently, man. Today we're going to have a special guest. Um, I like to bring a very special twist to the show. We are going to be showcasing famous historical figures on the Hits Off the Streets podcast. And first of all, I want to thank you guys, man, from the deep down bottom of my heart for making this program a success. In the very short period of time that we have been running, we have touched a lot of you guys. A lot of people have great comments on the Mm -hmm. show. all our guests have been great and wonderful check us out on every platform out there right now you can also check us out on Podbeam. um i want to thank you guys for real man this is a dream coming to me and uh it's finally happening and i guarantee you i am gonna be bringing you guys some heavy hitters you guys do not understand Mm -hmm. the lineup of people who i've already talked to whom I've already made contact with in order to make this show a success. Hits Off The Streets, brought to you by El Profe, Streets The Professor. That's right, man. With my special guest, as always, Baby D. And we want to thank you for you guys have made this journey a epic one. And we're not stopping. I got to tell you, I have a list of 20-some people already that have already contact me, contacted me me, just to be on the program. And I'm also going to take this show on the road. Um, if you guys are interested, check this out. If you guys are interested in me going to you, you guys got to play your part, okay? Let's do mm-hmm. it this way. You guys find a restaurant or you guys find a location where we can set up. And we'll make them the official sponsor of that show on that day. What do you think? What do you think, baby D? I love it. I mean, come on now. Like, I'm actually taking the show on the road. We're going to go to Ashford, uh, Arizona, up to the four corners to go visit my boy. We're going to go to Tucson to go visit my boy, Judah. Um, Judah! What up? And we're also going to Nogales, man. Uh, we're going to go out there and... Uh, see if we can lock down a couple of places but i would love for you guys to put up the spot for us if you guys put up the spot trust me it'll make things a lot easier if not well of course your boy's gonna go ahead and do some stuff for you guys but So with that being said everybody welcome to the show what's up baby d how was your day how was your weekend how you doing how you feeling baby girl (laughs) (laughs) You guys should have seen it, man. It was the funniest shit I had seen. She was out. I ain't going to lie, but we we did it good, man. Big shout out to the homeboy, Brian, my neighbor. He came over, (laughs) too. We was on one yesterday. (laughs) But that's how it is, man. You know, that's how we do, and we had a great time. And now we're here with you guys. And like I said, thank you guys one more time for making hits off the streets a grand success. We are only making it bigger, better. And like I said, we're adding a different twist to it. We're going to add historical figures. I want to educate a lot of you guys out there and especially educate the young people, too, on history. I think history is a lost art. What do you think, D? History, I think, is a missing piece that I think we need to cover. And uh, just bringing these uh, people back, you know, bringing them to life once again with their story. I think it's great. I mean, uh, it, I'm going to have a historian come on the show, an actual historian. Uh, and he's going to throw down all his knowledge, too, as well. So be on the lookout for that. We're at least going to hit. Sneak peek? We are going to at least hit one famous person a month. So stay focused. Ooh. Stay locked. And let's get this party started, eh. Así como dicen, ¿no? So uh, Pancho Villa, man. Famed Mexican revolutionary and guerrera leader. What do y'all think, man? Who knows Pancho Villa is, man? Pancho, Pancho Villa, Villa Bar. Pancho Villa <laughs> Bar. Shout out to Pancho <laughs> Villa Bar in O'Gallas, Arizona. You know what's so funny that Baby D brought that up? But Pancho Villa Bar is still there. I think that place in Nogales, Sonora, in Mexico, I think that place has been over 30, almost 40 years, and it's still the same. Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed, no upgrades to it, and it stinks. (laughs) But big shout-outs to everybody out there in uh, Nogales, Sonora, listening to us, too. Yo, we have... broken out into mexico let's just say that we have listeners out there in mexico listening to us and i want to thank a todos los que están escuchando el programa allá en mexico viva mexico cabrones that's right so let's get started with mr pancho Villa, man let's take it back into time a little bit here we go they're saying about pancho Villa. he was hated by thousands and loved by millions The controversial hero of the Mexican Revolution was a Robin Hood to many and a cruel, cold-blooded killer to others. Pancho Villa's real name was Jose Torreteo Arango Arambula. Put that on a fucking jersey, huh? (laughs) And he was born around 1877 in San Juan del Río, state of Durango, Mexico. His parents were Cher cropper peasants on a hacienda, according to Villa. His outlaw career began at the age of 16. What time? Well, when did you start being an outlaw right there? A ver. Tell uh, us. 15. A los quince. A los Puro Monte Carlo, baby. Mi
1: mama decía, ¿quieres tequila? ¿Qué?
0: <laughs> when he came home one day to find that the hacienda's owner had attempted to rape his younger sister, Young Doroteo took up his revolver, shot the man, and escaped into the mountains. Some historians have cast doubt on the story. However, in any case, he became part of a bandit, band, eventually joining. Hey, mom, what's up, man? Mom's sending us a text saying, <laughs> hi, how you doing? Shout out to moms. An outlaw gang headed by Ignacio Parra, one of the most famous bandits of Durango. At the time, it was then that he took the name Francisco Villa after his paternal grandfather, Jesus Villa. In 1902, Villa was arrested for stealing mules and assault. While he was spared the death sentence due to his connections with the powerful Pablo Venezuela, he was forced to join the Federal Army. Several months later, he deserted and fled to the the neighboring state of Chihuahua where he spent his time alternating between banditry and more legitimate pursuits. It was during this period that he became something of a folk hero for his ability to evade the government's oppressive rurals police force. And that's Mexico for you, you know what I mean? Mexico runs and does things way different. But, I mean, you got to respect law enforcement to begin with. But the Mexican lot dog, if you fucking up over there, you better be careful. Just giving y'all the heads up, man. Because <laughs> they don't play around. Nope. And trust me, you don't want to play around over there either. It's not a fun time over there. Been there, it done that. Fun. So I'm talking about <laughs> being a room and a sally right True. there. In the early stages of the Mexican Revolution, Villa acquired a gang of bandit followers and in 1910, he and his men came down from the hills to join Francisco Madero's revolutionary forces, thereby making a historical transition from bandidos to revolutionaries. The charismatic figure was able to recruit an army of thousands, including a substantial number of Americans some of whom were made captains in the Division del Norte. Villa even created one squadron made up entirely of Americans under the leadership of Tracy Richardson. Imagine that, dog. A Mexicano got a group of Americanos and got them to fight for Mexico and for him. That's how strong of a dude this guy was. He's like, I'm going to go do some recruiting across. I'll be right back, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and sure as shit, and he brought a, a whole bunch of Americans to come fight for him. And uh, if you guys don't know the story about Pancho Villa, man, Pancho Villa is well-respected in our culture. He is a leader, like a lot of you guys are. And he was a great general. But... With that being said, as a general, he was not only a general that took over Mexico, he was a general that was frowned upon. Like, nobody really liked this guy. It was crazy. Um, following Madero's short lived victory and assassination, Villa remained the, in command of his Division del Norte, army in resistance, along with Coahuila's Rensutiana Carranza and Sonora's Alvaro Obregón against that 1913 14 Victorian Huerta dictatorship. It's crazy, dog. Like, just talking about this guy. You go back into history, like I said, man. I want to educate all you guys. It's really important to get educated. Um, there's many people out here that we need to touch base on, and it's great, you know. Um, I think history is lost in uh, the school system. Mm-hmm. Don't don't quote me if I, I might I might be wrong. For any of you teachers out there, like please. Um, Educate me a little bit. But other than that, I mean, come on, guys. You guys know that history is important, especially knowing where you're from, knowing your past, man. Like, get familiar with it. Also, um, I want to give a big shout out to everybody that's listening on Hits Out the Streets. Thank you once again very much. Check us out on all platforms. Today's special guest is Pancho Villa, celebrating the life, the legend, the myth, everything that we have, you know. So around this time, Villa also became a folk hero in the United States and Hollywood filmmakers as well. As American newspapers, photographers flocked to northern Mexico to record his battle exploits, many of which were staged for the benefit of the cameras. Villa's forces were based in Chihuahua, where Villa ruled over northern Mexico like a medieval warlord. Villa financed his army by stealing from the endless cattle herds in northern Mexico and selling them north of the border, where he found plenty of U.S. merchants willing to sell him guns and ammunition. Forced with a stagnant economy, he issued his own money. (laughs) Imagine that, having your own face on the dollar bill. Who says that? I bet you don't know, baby D. El Joker. Calmate, Joker. <laughs> what do you want? My face on the $1 bill. No. The original Batman, man. Jack Nicholas. Big shout out to Jack, man. Uh, So, uh, he issued his own money. If merchants refuse to take it, they risk being shot. <laughs> if you don't take my money, I'm going to shoot you, dude. <laughs> Executions, which Villa often ordered on a whim, were usually left to his friend Rodolfo Fierro. Best known by his nickname, El Carnes, El Carcinero, the Butcher. El Carnicero, the Butcher. Sorry, I butchered that shit, huh? In true Robin Hood style, he broke up the vast land holdings of local haciendas and parceled them out of the window and orphans of his fallen soldiers. During fiestas, the mustached legend would dance all night with female camp followers, although he didn't drink. Salute to that. Salud. When Emilio Zapata insisted Villa join him in the toast when their two armies met outside Mexico City in December 1914, Villa gagged on a swig of brandy. He was an avid swimmer and would run to stay in shape. If you guys do not know about that famous photo, check it out. It's Emilio Zapata sitting down with Pancho Villa and all their henchmen and their soldiers in back of him. It is a really big, important picture that you guys should check out. By 1915, a split among the revolutionary leaders soon pitted Villa against Obregón and Carranza. Villa countered in American support to obtain the presidency of Mexico. Instead, the U.S. government recognized the new government of Carranza, an irate villain, swore revenge against the United States and began by murdering Americans in hopes of provoking President Woodrow Wilson's intervention into Mexico. Villa believed that American intervention would discredit the Carranza government with the people of Mexico and reaffirm his own popularity. Pancho Villa, man. What else could I say? But with that being said, I want to thank everybody for joining us. This is El Profe, Streets the Professor, bringing you another episode off of Hits Off the Streets. Check us out on all platforms. Big, huge shout out to our sponsor, Bacanora Danzari. Let's make things happen. Here we go.
1: His Zovia and his pistoleros launched raids along the U.S.-Mexico boundary to frighten the Americans living in Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona border towns. Concerned for the safety of Americans, President Wilson ordered the War Department to begin deploying troops to Texas and New Mexico. In April 1915, Brigadier General John J. Pershing and his eight infantry brigade were sent to fort bliss texas with the mission of guarding the u.s mexico border from arizona to a bleak outpost in the sierra blanca mountains 90 miles southwest of el paso while the presence of american troops served to deter Villa north of the rio grande the murder of the u.s citizen in mexico continued one of the most heinous atrocities occurred on january 11 1916 when Villa's bandits stopped a train at Santa Isabel. The bandits removed a group of 17 Texas mining engineers invited by the Mexican government to reopen the mines below Chihuahua City and executed them in cold blood. However, one of those shots frightened death and rolled down the side of the embankment and, crawling away into a patch of mesquite bushes, escaped. The train moved on, leaving the corpse at the mercy of the slayers who stripped and mutilated them. After escapee arrived back at Chihuahua City, a special train s- sped to Santa Isabel to reclaim the bodies. When the people of El Paso heard of the massacre, they went wild with anger. Boo. Boo. El Paso was immediately placed under martial law to prevent a rape Texans from crossing into Mexico at Juarez to wreak vengeance on innocent Mexicans. Despite Outrage in the United States and Washington over the Santa Isabel massacre, President Wilson refused to intervene and send troops into Mexico. Two months later, Villa decided to strike again. This time he would invade the United States. At 2.30 a.m. on the morning of March 9, 1916, he and 500 Villistas attacked the 13th U.S. cavalry at Camp Furlong near Columbus, New Mexico. Despite prior knowledge that Villa and his men were pillaging, raping, and murdering their way toward the border, the cavalry was completely by surprise. Sorry, caught completely by surprise. Still, the cavalry managed to get organized and fought off the Villistas, killing many of them in the process. During their retreat, however, the Villistas stopped at the town of Columbus for a looting and window shooting spree that left several U.S. civilians dead. For three hours bullets struck houses and shouts of viva vi viva via viva Mexico
0: Viva Mexico is correct y'all and where were you this this de September? Where were you when Mexico made history? And when I'm talking about Mexico making history, we are talking about all mexicanos coming together and serving and doing what's right for their country standing up for what they're doing it's right there i'm sorry yes i gotta tell baby d stuff and she's not (laughs) getting it i think she's still all tequila out from yesterday y'all i am so uh go ahead baby d
1: so the town was set afire through villains' men realizing nothing beyond a few dollars and perhaps some merchandise from the burnout stores. The terror continued al- until about 7 a.m., and when Villa finally rode off, the smoke-filled streets of Columbus were littered with death and wounded. Eight American soldiers and ten civilians were killed in the raid, as well as about 80 villistas.
0: How many was that? 80. Male, bro. that's crazy dog. that's a whole bunch of people man just getting murdered and slaughtered right there but that's all it is man that's what these guys brought to the table so I want to thank everybody for listening today man this has been your boy el profe streets the professor bringing you Mr. Pancho Villa to your ears although Villa's losses from his American incursion were high he had achieved his aim of arousing the United States To prevent repetitions of this Columbus outrage, President Wilson called out 15,000 militia and stationed them along the U.S.-Mexico border. Wilson also informed President Carranza that he intended to send a military expedition into northern Mexico to capture Pancho Villa, and Carranza reluctantly agreed. President Wilson then ordered General Pershing to lead 4,800 troops. Supported by aircraft and motorized military vehicles, on a punitive, punitive is that how you say that? Expedition into Mexico to capture Villa. That's crazy because you don't see Americans go into Mexico. They need very special permission in order to go. And till the day, you know what I mean. Like, have you guys ever seen the movie Sicario? Like, you guys see that they go in there and bring those people back. You know what I mean? And they go in there and fuck shit up. But it's a big no-no out there, guys. Mm -hmm. Via had a nine-day head start on Pershing, and he and his men were able to disappear into the mountains, and Pershing's efforts were in vain. Pershing telegraphed Washington that Via is everywhere, but Via is nowhere. Another attempt by the U.S. Army in 1919 to capture Villa also ended in failure. In the minds of Mexicans, Pancho Villa was the clear winner. He had emerged triumphed from battle with the United States led by the great General Pershing. No doubt, in the eyes of the Mexican people, Pershing's withdrawal from Mexico added to Villa's myth of invincibility. So this guy basically disappeared into the mountains. He disappeared into La Tierra. He disappeared into his Mexico and was a ghost. And the U.S. couldn't find him. Not even the Mexican military probably couldn't find him. But I bet you they probably knew where he was at. You know what I mean? But, I mean, that's just the way this dude was, man. He was an escape goat. He was a Houdini, you know? Um uh, baby D, you uh do you know anything about uh Pancho Villa? The bar. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, see, she's stuck, dog. She is stuck on being uh That's what
1: comes to my mind when you say Pancho
0: Villa. No uh, and and that's that's funny though it's because for a typical Nogalense. right, no, but everybody would think that the same thing and be like, Oh you see sí, you con Pancho Villa and vamos pal vamos would our, that, w- that would be our that would right huh? that would be our go right there. That would be our go to. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, yeah. We're talking about
1: el 16 de septiembre que se celebra dos días por el grito.
0: Is that is that what they do? They celebrate for two years or two days? Two days. Really? Yes. Wow. Y eso, why is that?
1: Pues porque se celebra.
0: Was it for two days straight? That's why they did it. That's how the way that's how it was, right? Mm, yes. <laughs> but you know Mexicanos, man, they don't celebrate for two fucking days, guys. Come on now. We celebrate and we celebrate big time. Now, whole week. You already know. We still celebrating, let me tell you. Baby yes. D's still on one right now, man. Las fiestas patrias. Las fiestas patrias, como dicen, man. There's a lot of things that we do out here, you know what I mean? So, Viva Mexico! Día de, de los Muertos. You know, there's a lot of uh, famous, very important days that we have that we celebrate. I like to say, los mexicanos celebran con todos los días que terminan en why? <laughs> why not? ¿que no? ¿Por qué no? ¿Por qué no? We've, had, we've been having a great time today and this weekend hanging out with baby d and she's a great co-host she's doing her thing she just started on a new adventure so we want to wish her uh the best of luck so if you guys see her you know say great great move and wish her the best of luck on her new job she deserves it she's a very hard-working uh woman and a great mom so we applaud her for that good job baby d With that being said... But a few years later, on Friday, July 20th, 1923... Villa's luck ran out. Accompanied by his bodyguards, Pancho Villa... Frequently made trips to Peril for banking and other errands. This day, Villa had picked up a consignment of gold... In which to pay his Canutillo Ranch staff... And he was driving through the city in his black 1919 Dodge Roadster when a group of seven riflemen fired 150 shots into his car. In the fossil lad of shots, 16 bullets lodged in his body and four more in his head. VL was reported to have killed one of the assassins before he died. (laughs) Bro, this fool had 16 shots and still managed to... (laughs) Bust out his okay. own shots. You know what I mean? This fool gangsta, dog. This fool is something else. Cholo dice la Um Before he died, the men responsible were never identified truly. Pancho Villa had lived by the gun and died by the gun. That right there is powerful. Pancho Villa had lived by the gun and died by the gun. I ain't going to lie, but that's a verse from somebody else. And y'all know who he is. If y'all know your rap music, we live by the gun and die by the gun. That right there is deep. So, everybody, we're going to take a little break real quick. That's quick enough. (laughs) I want to go ahead and hit this segment off right now. Okay? And I want everybody, everybody... To be in sync with what I have to say right now. What's happening in the news today? The reason why I am bringing this up today is because did anybody catch the UFC last night? Yes. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Viva Mexico, cabrones. Bro, the UFC Mexico took over last night. Las Vegas was off the hook, bro. Big shout out to the champion, Alex Grossa. What's up, girl? Thank you for defending your title. Thank you for being that champion that you are. And I ain't going to lie, bro, but... We should have won all the bouts that day. We should have taken over, clean sweep, the UFC last night, bro. It was no joke that Mexico was in the house last night. Baby D, hit us with the quote of the day.
1: So, this is a famous quote from Pancho Villa. It says, don't let the dreams of others drown out your own. I only fear God and bullets. It's better to die on your feet than to live on your knees.
0: Damn, coming from the word of Pancho
1: Villa.
0: That's dope right there. That's D, baby D. Man, baby D always coming up with some good stuff, man. You know it Today Villa is remembered with pride by most Mexicans for having been a great leader and most important military companions of the constitutionalist revolution, in which his troops were victorious as far south as Zacatecas and Mexico City, East as far as Tampico, and west as far as Casa Grandes. Because of Villa's Columbus, New Mexico escaped and subsequently evasion of the U.S. troops, he also often cited as the only foreign military figure ever to have successfully invaded continental U.S. territory. Pancho Villa. Has roots in Arizona. Pancho Villa has come through Phoenix. Has come through Tucson. Through Tubac. To McCockery. And I guarantee you he's passed through the Barrio of Nogales. <laughs> Pancho Villa is a legend. Pancho Villa to Mexicanos is a major historical figure for us. This is your boy El Prophet Streets. The Professor bringing you Hits Off The Streets, the brand new podcast sweeping the streets. I want to go ahead and uh, thank you guys once again for joining us. I also want to thank you guys for taking the time and uh, being a part of our lives, man, listening to the stories of all our guests because that is exactly what we want We want everybody to be motivated somehow some way by all our guests stories
1: and all the guests that have made it over here and via telephone
0: and via telephone that is a dope man I mean I gotta say it's it's been a blessing and I want to say big shout outs to the homeboy Seth uh dog if it wasn't for you bro i wouldn't be doing this and i I thank you guys you you and ryan thank you guys for inviting me to your house and uh being on the uh, movie pit podcast and now we have landed here off hits off the streets i also want to uh thank um baby d as well Because without Baby D, too, she would have not pushed us to be where we're at, too, as well. And to help with the recoup of your boy. Honestly, man, I I really thank you, Baby D, for being a big part of that. Because you have helped me out in a big way. So, I thank you. And not only thanking you, too, but you're a great co-host, man. And we love it. Thank you. Yeah, you are very well known. (laughs) Very well known. (laughs) Um that is our show for today man a little quick show you know what I mean Uh, once we get the historian to come in he has a lot to talk about but that was our segment on Pancho Villa Viva Mexico El Grito de Dolores or City of Dolores which was spoken not written El 16 de Septiembre before we end the show I uh, want to end it on a sad note unfortunately guys um it hits me hard and i ain't gonna lie it it struck me the fact that mexico lost a great rapper a great person a great family member and not only that but a great father figure and a great family man unfortunately a lot of people get killed A lot of singers in Mexico get killed by the closest people that are around them. But it's probably like that anywhere, unfortunately. And um, we want to send our condolences out to the Salcedo family. Um, Juan Carlos Salcedo. Soy el lefty, papá. El lefty S.M., 31 years old, shot down in front of his family. Wow. His life was taken. And I want to say thank you, bro, because you were an inspiration for me to start rapping and start singing in Spanish. Along with Santa Fe Clan, man, you guys have inspired me in many ways and This guy was taking off, and I could tell you guys, he was like the Tupac of Mexico, man. And uh, we wish that family, you know, the best in the future. Unfortunately, bad people do bad things. Um, I've always said it myself. You guys, your hand counts how many people you have around you unfortunately some of those fingers are not a full hand so be careful who you trust be careful who you let in your circle um be aware of your surroundings you know um people see money and they see you successful and there's a lot of fucking haters out there dog mm-hmm. And I'm going to be really honest with y'all. There's a lot of y'all motherfuckers that hate on me too, but I thank you. I really do because you guys are still listening and you guys are still following me. Um, I'm not putting you guys down in any way. At all. But, yo, don't be afraid of success. Just because I am doing it doesn't mean you can't do it, bro. That's my word of advice for you guys today. Do something that makes you happy. Do it because you want to do it. Mm -hmm. That is my advice to you guys. You guys can be just as successful as I am.
1: Absolutely.
0: Just take the time to do it. Baby D, before we end the show and put a song on in remembrance of Lefty S M. With Santa Fe Clan, Por Mi Mexico, which is one of my favorite songs. And one of the songs that motivates me a lot. Any shout outs that you want to give? Any famous last words of a fool? What's up, fool?
1: Shout out to all my family. Because listening to these songs reminds me of my childhood. So I want to say hi to my mom, my dad, if they're listening. Probably not. My sister, my cuñado, my kids. N- anybody listening out there? And um, last, the f- the words would be just go out and do it, like Nike says, just do it. Don't be afraid.
0: That's what's up. Like I said, guys, don't 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 be afraid to do something, man. Don't don't sit on something that you think is worth. You know what I mean? Go out and do it. What's the worst that can happen? Nothing. Today's special guest, we want to thank Mr. Pancho Villa for joining us. 16 shots. (laughs) You know what I mean? And also, we are closing with this note Descansan Paz, Lefty SM. Soy Lefty Papa. Juan Carlos Salcedo, you are in our hearts. This has been your boy, El Prof, Streets Professor. As always, joining us, the lovely, the beautiful, the wonderful, La tequila Tequilera, Baby D. La night-night le vamos a poner. La <laughs> baby E. And we also want to thank our sponsor for tonight, Bacanora Danzari. This has been a different show, but this is what we do. We like to do things a little bit differently. With that being said, I want to wish everybody a wonderful night. We are out. out of here.
1: Al rato.
2: quiera, verde, blanco, rojo hasta que muera El barrio prendido ya quemo afuera Soy mexicano esa es mi bandera yo la levanto por donde quiera verde blanco rojo hasta que muera Me voy empinando mi bote, un poco mareado por la bebida y el borlote. Me tiene hasta la riata, la gente con su mitote, pero me despreocupo, me pelan todo el garrote. Me para la chota, ya es por mi apariencia, que hay tanto delito. at home. Feel-
0: Descansa en paz, Lefty SM, soy el Lefty Papa.